that's ridiculous. No way. There's nobody else out there. He's your guy. Give a big round of applause for the one and only Bodkin Show. I'm going to repeat that again, folks. I didn't stutter. Welcome to the Bodkins Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of the Bodkins Show. I am that dude, of course, Bodkins. It is Sunday night. It is our NFL Week 15 reaction show. And by God, there's a lot to react to, folks. I mean, did you see yesterday's comeback? Vikings. Wow. Uh, Bills. Wow. Then we get to today. Raiders. Wow. Uh, Jaguars. Lions. Playoff bound. Possibly. Right. Uh, so with that being said, we're deep down into the uh, gatherings, folks, deep down into the circuits. I had to go all the way to my bullpen. Craig, Christmas party. Uh, Tanner's got some things going on. Johnny's doing five shows on Sunday. So we had to bring in the deep reliever tonight. Uh, welcome back, friend of the program, Mr. Andy from NFL Outdated. Andy, thank you. I know you're representing the Bears just to, uh, you know, kind of show off. Got the sweetness jersey on, so I can't complain too much because if you're not a Walter Payton fan, you're just not a fan of football. Well, Nick, thanks again for having me, and uh, I'm glad you're sitting down because uh, you might get a, a lot of Packers uh, praise uh, from me. Uh, um, first of all, I love your uh, your intro, uh, so – um, I, I try not to, uh, as a rule, I try not to, um, compliment Packer fans, but I'm going to give you that, uh, that, and shout out. And, and we'll talk, I'm sure about the, uh, Packers game a little bit later where I am actually rooting for Aaron Rodgers in this game, but, uh, uh, excited to be here. Appreciate you asking me. Thanks, man. Uh, we'll just jump right into it. Uh, the bears, I, before we get into the, the rest of the weeks, your thoughts on the Bears season, uh, we've kind of commented on Twitter back and forth several times. I, and I've told Craig this, he's a huge typical bears fan, uh, as well. I love Justin Fields. The, the bears hit us a, a smashing home run, uh, drafting him Asked the jet. I've done several podcasts with jets fans and several people, even outside of jets fans, AFC's people. Thank God the jets didn't draft Justin Fields because we would be in a world of hurt. Instead, the Bears snag them. I love them. What's your thoughts early on this Bears rebuild? It looks like they hit the home run with Fields, but this team still needs a lot of help. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I said from the beginning of the season, and I, to to really be honest about this Bears team, they were not going to have many wins. It was never going to be about the wins and losses. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to see them do well. And but really. Um, you know, even today's game went exactly how I wanted it to go. Um, saw a lot of good things from Justin Fields, um, a lot of great runs. And, and yes, there is a lot to improve on with this throwing, but he he's made some great throws. Um, the defense even uh, showed uh, showed out, you know, versus uh, Jalen Hurts. And so, uh, but, you know, they, they obviously didn't get the W. Um, in, in, in the long run, I think that helps the Bears – uh, with their uh, draft, because yes, there are a lot of holes and and there are a lot of um, needs for this team, and we need high level players, and that's only going to be you know uh, we're only going to get that through the draft. Uh, we'll get some through free agency. Obviously, we have a lot of uh, cap space, but you know honestly, uh, probably the hardest thing is um, 
because you know uh um during a packers bears game you know even though i i i'm good with the bears losing games in the middle of the game i want them to beat the packers i just you know uh but after the dust settles it's you just have to kind of move on and be like this is uh, what this season is about. It's about Justin Fields development. And um, yes, he has a lot to improve on, but he has shown a lot of uh, great poise. Um, just um, he is that player that can, can really uh, take a team to the next level. And, and I'm looking forward to years to come. Yeah. What do you think this team needs like in this draft? Because I mean, I think you look at no offensive weapons, really. I mean, Mooney uh, clay, they, they made the trade for Claypool. I think, and they took him from Green Bay because Green Bay was looking to get, add Claypool as well. Uh, right now, I think Watson and Dobbs are gonna, are better than Claypool even, but mm-hmm. that's just – I'm not – you know, I didn't, I'm didn't. i glad we didn't make the trade for Claypool because I don't think he's that guy. But what's your thoughts on the trade for Claypool and what this team needs going forward? Yeah, I, you know, um, Claypool hasn't kind of, you know, showed uh, what we wanted to yet. Um, but – you know, give him the off season. I think he can be, you know, a solid player. Um, is he that number one receiver? Um, maybe not. Um, you know, we'll see. Um, obviously we're, you know, another number one receiver away. Mooney's going to be a nice piece, but we do need another receiver. Uh, offensive line has just been a mess, uh, this year. I mean, you saw that, uh, in the Eagles game today, uh, just, you know, the Leatherwood getting torn up, torn up on the side. And so that's going to be huge uh, offensive line. Um, but, you know, depending where we're at in the draft, um, that defensive line, that defensive front uh, can be um, is going to have to be a focus as well. Um, I really like and we talked about before the season about um, this player about Jack Sanborn, and I really like what he's becoming and, uh, you know, um, getting rid of Roquan. That was probably the best move uh, financially for the Bears and just where we're at. Uh, but there are a lot of needs. I, I, I think they may go uh, defensive line because uh, that that's going to be huge. The Bears just cannot get pressure. And if you can't get pressure, then a quarterback can sit back, you know, and just do whatever they want. So I think that's going to be huge. Uh, but, yeah, there are a ton of needs. Um, but but really, when you have the quarterback uh, of the future, you have that that guy. I mean, that's, that's really uh, the most important uh, spot in the NFL. And, and, and that gives you hope regardless of the rest of the pieces that are missing. One last question before we get into the rest of the teams in this week. Is Ever Flus the guy here? Like, is are you satisfied with the progress he's made as a coach? Uh, you know, this season, you know, like you said, I, I think most Bears fans knew it wasn't about wins and losses, just improvement of, you know, moving on from this Matt Nagy, you know, and everybody else. Yeah, I think it is like he, he doesn't get too high or too low. And they talked about in the locker room that, um, you want a coach that's going to be the same, um, you know, regardless, you know, and, and he is, uh, an authentic coach. He is who he is. He's not too high or too low and they're just staying true to the process. And so, yes, I think he is, um, uh, uh, the guy and I like Luke Getzey as well. Um, you know, he's, there's a lot of things that he needs to do. Uh, to improve as well. But I think in the off season that, that can um, they can really continue to get on the same page with, with uh, the more weapons that they get and everything. But yes, I, I do like Eberflus and, and I like what they're trying to do uh, both offensively and defensively. They just need the players. All right, let's go ahead. We're going to hop into it. Andy here, uh, the uh, rest of the scores here 
um, and kind of break down some of these games. Oh, that's not the game I wanted here. I needed Thursday's game. Uh, we'll talk about the Ravens-Browns here in just a minute. But um, I'll take my drink here. <laughs> Raven, it was the Thursday night. It was 49ers and Seahawks. Seahawks 49ers, yeah. Brock Purdy. 2-0 as a starter, 21-13. Uh, Brock Purdy, 17-26, 217 yards, two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey leads the way, 26 carries, 108 yards, and a touchdown. George Kittle absolutely killed it, four receptions, 93 yards, two touchdowns, and uh, I sank my fantasy team. Geno Smith, not bad here, 31-44, uh, uh, 238 yards and a touchdown. But the Seahawks losing – lose the first place in the uh, playoffs uh, in the division as well. Uh, 49ers clinch the division. What's your, what's the thoughts here on both these teams? Can the Seahawks uh, make the playoffs, you know, at this, they're kind of in that, you know, there's the, the lions. We'll talk about the giants The Redskins are, are not the Redskins, but commanders are playing right now. Seahawks in. And then with Brock Purdy at the helm with the 49ers now clinching a playoff spot. What's your thoughts on the 49ers going forward? Yeah, that defense is scary, you know, and um, I had on my uh, um, uh, dynasty fantasy uh, team, I had uh, uh, Hufanga and uh, he has really kind of uh, become a household name, I think, on defense. And you got all those players. And I, I think that game was more about the 49ers defense um, than it was about, you know, Brock Purdy, obviously, you know. Uh, you have someone that's going to be steady. He he made some good throws, right? You know, and he he, he was able to you know, drive the team and everything. But I think that was more about, um, you know, Kittle, you know, he's just, you know, he's my Iowa guy as well. Uh, just, yeah. you know, he's my Iowa guy, Kurt's dogs, right? Like, you know, yep. Uh, yep. And, and, uh, you know, you got Iowa state to Iowa there, Brock Purdy to, to, um, to, uh, Kittle. But I, I think that was more about, um, about the defense, uh, then um, really, you know, so I, I do think Seattle has, has uh, still that opportunity. Um, I mean, I have to kind of look at their schedule, but, you know, if they can, um, you know, really get, you know, Kenneth Walker in that running game, continue going and um, they, they have that opportunity. I don't know if they're going to do much in the playoffs, but um, you just never know. I mean, the Lions maybe have a lot of momentum as well. So we'll see. But I think that was more about the 49ers defense and how good they are. What's the what's the ceiling with Brock Purdy in this 49ers team? NFC Championship game, Super Bowl content like that's I mean Brock Purdy, I, I mean can he Tom Brady this thing all the way? Well, yeah, I mean it, that's with that defense they that's possible, right? Me, right? They've got and the weapons, right? The, that, yep, you look yeah. at the weapons that kid has. I mean, Ayuk, uh George Kittle, uh CMC, the CMC trade it, it, mm. that's going to hit that. That was a home run for them right now. And it's going to save their season. Uh, you know, they made the trade when they had Jimmy and now it's definitely going to trade, you know, be the savior for this, for Brock Purdy. I feel like. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, can their offensive line hold up, you know, against some of the tough teams like uh, the Eagles, you know, um, so NFC championship game um, Super Bowl appearance would not surprise me because of that defense. And because of, um, Christian McCaffrey and just their, you know, schemes and everything. Um, I just don't think they have enough to beat whatever AFC team, um, you know, they face, whether it's the the chiefs or the bills or, um, even the way the, uh, uh, Bengals will play now, you know, those type of teams. So I, they have an opportunity to get the Super Bowl, 
Um, but I, I don't see them winning it. So, you know, like I said, you know, prior to the, it, it's about this defense. And when you have a defense like that, um, I mean, you go back to the, what was the Ravens and was that 2000, right? You know, yeah, Ray Lewis. Gilford, and, yeah. Yep. And so they set the, t- uh, the tone and, uh, it, you know, obviously there, there are people that are on um, the uh, Jimmy G train. Right. And so this, this almost shows more, um, you know, how expendable he is. Right. You know, I mean, um, maybe, maybe they're the same player. A lot of fans still on the, on the Trey Lance train too. Uh, yeah. I talk with the guy a lot. Um, and, you know, <laughs> Paul from, he's NFL UK mm-hmm. and you know, he, he said, states all the time. He's a Trey Lance guy still thinks Trey's the guy they have high hopes. So I, if Brock Purdy takes that team to the Super Bowl, by God, he might have, you know, himself a, a starting job somewhere down the line. You know, and and good for him if he does. Um, but I I just think his ceiling is is it is what it is. You know, it's you know it, it might be one of those uh, those things that he's you know like a, a, a you know journeyman quarterback that gets that contact and you know then kind of flames out, right? You know, Gardner Minshew like yeah, there's has been plenty the, of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock Osweiler was there. You got somebody like that yep. as well. Yeah. Let's get into the. The biggest comeback in NFL history. Uh, the Colts were up 30 to nothing on, on the Vikings. And I said that the Colts would cover this game because Andy, I mean, the Vikings have a horseshoe up their ass. Do, do they not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They're de- be yeah. the luckiest team all year. They play every game close yet. Somehow, some way they find a way to win most of the, these close games. Uh, 39, 36. They, they just absolutely come back. Uh, Matt Ryan, 182 yards and a touchdown. Uh, what uh, the running back Taylor got hurt early in this game. Michael Pittman had a decent game, but the Vikings offense just got going in the second half. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, 460 yards, four touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, 17 carries, 95 yards. And then Justin Jefferson, 12 receptions, 123 yards and a touchdown. Cook also four receptions, 95 and a touchdown. Adam Thielen got into the act. KJ Osborne got into, I mean, who won this? Did Minnesota win this game? Did the Colts lose this game? I, 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 I hate the, I hate the Vikings so much this year because I just feel like they're so lucky uh, all the time. Better to be uh, lucky than good. Right. Yeah. But yeah. But you, you, when you look at it, like um, I, I've been on the Vikings hype train, uh, you know, since the off season. And at some point, you know, uh, and I get it um, as a Bears fan, it, it's hard sometimes to give credit to a player on another team, especially Kirk Cousins. I think um, something about him and and this team and now the new coaches, I mean, it, it's kind of like, you know, Mike Zimmer was just kind of this cloud around this team. Right. And so something about, you know, what the new coaches are doing, um, it has allowed Kirk to be Kirk, you know, and yes, he's going to have some bad plays and whatnot, but you know, a win's a win. Right. And at some point, uh, the narrative is going to change, um, that, that, Kirk Cousins is, is going to be, um, I think, thought of in in a better uh, light than than he is now, right? And I, I'm uh, kind of with you on that. 
I've said on this program, I have said, like, I was kind of getting behind Minnesota, like when they were dancing with him. You see him with the shirt off and the chains, his teammates, his coaches were behind him. Uh, I was kind of buying into that Vikings hype, but man, I, these, these games where they just somehow like, that's a game they should lose. Like they, oh, there's yeah. no way the Colts should have like, and then they find, they just, the ball, I tell you this, and you, we've, you've watched football for many years, just like I have. There's always a team one year where the ball just sends, tends to bounce their way. Right. Like, Sometimes it's the Packers that it's happened to. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, just our year, the ball has bounced our way. Uh, this year, the ball's not bouncing our way. This year, the ball is bouncing towards Minnesota's way. Whatever it is, sometimes Lady Luck uh, is just on your side. And that's, I feel like that's a Minnes- it's Minnesota right now. The ball is just bouncing towards them. They're, they're winning these one score games all the time. Can I ask you a question here? Um, yeah. What would be worse uh, to see in the Super Bowl, the Bears or the Vikings? For me as a fan, for probably the Vikings. Okay. Uh, yeah. In the, I hate the Bears, mm-hmm. but I, I guess because the Bears aren't haven't just, I mean, it's been, eight, what, since 85 and just, mm-hmm. I, I don't really, the Vikings probably, I have an uncle of mine who's a big Vikings fan, so. But then at the same time, like eh, if they won it, I'd be happy for him because he's you know he's in his sixties. So I, I don't know. Eh, probably the Vikings, I'd say maybe. But then when we watch the Bears, I'm like, God, just we could just beat the Bears. That's all I want to do. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how I am when when Iowa plays Nebraska or Iowa State. You just want to at least beat those teams, right? Yeah. But when you look at the Vikings, and you know teams have an opportunity players have an opportunity to change the narrative. I talk about this all the time. Like, you know, uh, when, uh, even with Aaron Rodgers, right. You know, had he not won that Super Bowl, what would we be thinking about Aaron Rodgers now? Like, yeah, he can never get it done. Dan Marino, yes, right. Never get it done. Right. And so just that one, um, uh, postseason and it, it, Talk about things bouncing the right way. I mean, Jake Cutler couldn't finish that game. What happens if this and that? You know, so there's so many things that happen. And in the NFL, you never want to apologize for a win. And um, this might be actually setting up perfectly for the Vikings, right? I mean, you go into last postseason, right? The teams that were expected to do the best were the Packers and the Cowboys. And what happened, right? They, you almost kind of get, um, and obviously I'm not in a locker room, but it's easy to kind of like, um, everyone's telling you how good you are, this and that. And yeah, then yeah. You, you go out and play. Um, cause everyone always said, you know, oh, the Packers home field advantage matters. They're fantastic at Lambo. Y- you get a team that's fantastic at special teams and defense that, that neutralized that, you know, Jimmy G yeah. was horrible in that game. He wa- he was, tr- you know, trying to give the game to the Packers. But you got these things, and and you get a team like Minnesota that that's won these close games, that's found a way to come back. That makes a difference when you get when the chips are down. That makes a difference. To say, hey, we can do this, you know. And um, I mean, we've all been in like you know our jobs or something, and um, you know when you do something, you have something positive happen, um, and then the same situation comes up again. You're like, hey, I can do this, you know. And, and and so that might be this year's Vikings. They're not winning pretty. They're losing like the, the, their losses are horrible. Their losses are horrible. They they lose they either they're either winning close games like 
they don't blow anybody out. They're either nope. winning close games or they're losing by 40, right? Like, right. I mean, that's just – you look at their losses, it's by like 20 or more each each one of their losses. I guess the Lions game last week was somewhat close. Uh, uh, no, they blew, they got blown out against the, they did. the yep. Lions. Yeah. Blown by the Cowboys, so right? Blown, yeah, And then blown out by the Eagles by more than yeah. two scores. So uh, every one of their losses is, is an absolute blowout. Uh, speaking of losses, we'll get into the, the next game here. The Browns continue to find their, their, uh, playoff hope. Maybe Deshaun Watson looked at the best he has in a Brown uniform. I thought, uh, on Saturday night, they beat the, the Lamar Jackson list Ravens. The Ravens needed a win and they lost. Uh, they are now, they have now dropped out of first place in the NFC North. The Bengals, to me, and we'll talk about them here in a little bit uh, with the Bucks. but what was your thoughts on Browns-Ravens game here? Can the Ravens hold on to this last playoff spot without Lamar Jackson, or do they need to bring him back ASAP because they look real lost without him? They do. They, You know, and, and the – the Ravens are, are just a tough team, right? I mean, they've they've had issues with their receivers. Uh, they've had issues again with their running backs. I mean, J.K. Dobbins is now back. I think that helps. But when you have what Demarcus Robinson and Devin Duvernay and uh, the uh, the old the bones of Deshaun Watts, Watson or just Deshaun or Jackson Deshaun as Jackson, yeah Jackson as your receivers, um, I mean that that's going to be hard to win. I mean Tyler Huntley, he he's um, he he's a good player, right? But he's not Lamar Jackson. You know, the, so, some of the best players make up for those deficiencies, right? Aaron Rodgers has done that for many years, made up deficiencies on on the the receivers, and, and I just think that's tough. You know, when you look at the Ravens, um, you know they got they've always had a solid defense. You know, they they traded for Roquan Smith. You know, and um, but when you look at the teams that they have to face. It's going to be tough, you know, and and they really need Lamar Jackson, and and um, I, I think you know maybe in a way um, he's proving that he, he needs to be paid, right? Yeah, I I mean he does, but he hasn't played great either. But to his defense, again, like you said, they have no wide receivers. Nope. Uh, they their wide receiver hasn't cut a touchdown since week three. So wow, that, I did not I know mean, that. Wow. Yeah, they. They uh they said that on uh, last night's broadcast is last time a Ravens uh caught a you know caught a touchdown was was week three so there's that wow. and that was probably Duvernay because uh, I remember I was trying to pick him up early onto the season so the Ravens last three games they got to win them uh they they play the Falcons which right now they are. and then they have. Uh, which could be for the division or even for their playoff hopes, the Bengals on the, that last week of the season. Which the Bengals are, they, are just they're looking going two tough. And one here? Two, two and I think one, they'll I probably, think, right? Unless the, they yeah, the I think two and one. If Lamar can come back I, without Lamar, I don't know, but with Lamar, I would give them the edge. I, I would definitely agree with that. Yes. Yep. But that's the thing, too. You know, you get into the playoffs. I mean, are they going to do much in the playoffs? I don't think they really have enough. Yeah. I mean, if they played the Titans, but I don't think they would play the Titans off the bat. They would. Let's see. I'm looking at the playoff uh, bracket right now. So they're the fifth seed. So they would play the three seed. 
Um, they would play Cincinnati. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. And so they if would that's play locked that last week and then turn around and play the, yeah, if it just, just depends here. Going, so that going would be interesting because- if it's locked in, you know, if it's locked in that Cincinnati is the third seed, right? If that's locked in, yeah. they're sitting all everybody for that game. And then that and last then, week, right? Yeah. And then the Ravens maybe win, you know, but Cincinnati, they, I know they play Buffalo soon, so they could be battling for that number one spot and own the two tiebreakers over the chiefs. If the chiefs lose and Buffalo, if they can beat Buffalo and then Cincinnati would get the number one seed because they would have beat Buffalo and Kansas city. So yeah, that could be that that that'll be interesting to see. Um, oh yeah, and they've got they play at New England, which New England has just been a weird, weird team. Um, I I was never on the the Mac Jones train on that um, with them, but um, yeah, they sh- Buffalo and Buffalo's been hard to figure out too. They've they've won some tough games and then they've just kind of stumbled at times too. But um, yeah, those are going to be some tough games. Yeah, speaking of Buffalo, we'll talk about their game real quick here. It's 32-29, an absolute thriller last night. Uh, Tua goes in the snow. We're all talk that they can't play in the cold. Uh, Tua 17-30, 234 yards, two touchdowns. Raheem Moser just ran all over him. 17 carries for 136 yards. Jalen Waddle, three receptions for 114. Tyreek, nine receptions for 69 yards. Then you look at Buffalo. Josh Allen just, I mean, is an absolute stud and an absolute dog. 304 yards, four touchdowns in that game, uh, 10 carries for 77 yards. I mean, absolutely just supermaned uh, for a two-point conversion. Dawson Knox, six receptions, 98 yards, and a touchdown. What's your thoughts here on both of these teams kind of going forward? Can the Bills continue to be that number one seed? And then I, I talked about this on the Sunday, uh, this morning show. I said, to me, like I look at it as Miami as a, uh, a a sport I talk about a lot is MMA, where a fighter loses but their stock didn't go down. I don't think Miami's stock went down. I thought it stayed the same. In fact, I think it increased because you look at that how well they played Buffalo in the cold. You're thinking, hey, now they can go on the road. They can play in tough places that they're going to have to, a la Cincinnati, maybe Kansas City, or even Buffalo again. Yeah, I think I, I do think I agree with that. I think the the Dolphins are for real. Um, and you know, when it comes down to it, can can Tua kind of take them to that next level? Obviously, we've seen that. Uh, you know, so goes Josh Allen, so go the Bills, right? And that's you know, when he has a tough game, that's when they struggle. And um, it, so it, it looks like then too, not having Von Miller, um, you know, for them, you know, then. Uh, it's tough to stop the run, you know? So that's going to be, uh, when you look at some of the the teams that they're going to have to face, um, that's going to be tough too. So I, I agree. I don't think the stock went down for the Dolphins. I mean, I remember, you know, s- seeing the Dolphins live against the Bears and Tua was making some great throws. They still have all the talent. And, um, you know, I, I really like uh, the Dolphins coach and the whole coaching staff and the way they're able to kind of scheme some of the players open. And I think that's, that's huge. So, um, they learned to play in the cold and they played them tough. Um, that's another thing that like, just like kind of muscle memory when you're lifting weights or something like that, that's just that muscle, uh, that memory, uh, brain memory to like, okay, yes, we've done this before in the cold. Um, so maybe it'll be different next time. Yeah. I think they put a lot of questions to rest to me. Like, 
a lot of questions. Can they handle the cold, the cold weather, this and that? I, I said, hey, the only snow that Tua's ever played in in Miami and Alabama is the snow going up people's noses, you know? So, uh, <laughs> you know, like that's just kind of how it – but he answered the questions. He's answered the questions whether or not he could lead a team all season. Uh, he's answered those questions. I said before the season the two people who had the most pressure – Bears Eagles game. We'll just briefly hit on this game. Uh, you know, what's your thoughts on the Eagles and Jalen Hurts? Uh, possible, probably the favorite to MVP right now. Yeah. And, and when you look at it, um, the coaching staff, I mean, really, it's kind of been the imprint uh, that we've looked at for uh, what we would love to do as Bears fans, what we'd love to do with Justin Fields. And um, yeah, there's a lot of running, um, you know, that his touchdown up the middle. I mean, that was. Uh, um, really what they kind of, that was a plan, you know? And so it's just using the gifts uh, that you have offensively. And, um, you know, in the best play tough, you know, but they're, they just haven't been good against the run. And so um, the Eagles are another, uh, you know, one, can they do it when it matters? And, and so uh, Jalen hurts is, is really kind of maturing. And um, I, I was the one, you know, before the season that said Jalen hurts could, you know, make that improvement and be in the MVP conversation. And, um, a lot of it has to do with, uh, the, the talent that's around him. I mean, he made some great throws, but you know, when you look at AJ Brown, just the amazing plays that he was making, uh, Devonte Smith, you know, you have that talent around you that makes a difference. Uh, but then having, uh, you know, just the wherewithal within yourself, as a leader to then make it happen. And so I like, I like the Eagles. Um, and, and maybe that's kind of, you know, I mean, offensively they've, they've got all that, they've got it, but they did struggle a little bit against the bears. Um, what kept them in it was their defense. And I think that's probably what separates them from the Vikings and some of the other teams is their defense. And, and so that, that may, um, you know, carry them over and help them, you know, in the playoffs to be the 49ers or whatever those teams um, that are, you know, challenging for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think you're right. They're going to be the number one seed uh, with the Cowboys losing. I think they pretty much got it, that all wrapped up. It, it, I don't see that. I don't see them crumbling down here in these last three games. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're going to get that first round by, uh, and then we'll go, go from there, man. Anything's possible in the playoffs, but right now it's hard to hard to say that they're not the the favorite in at least in the NFC. So, Absolutely. Speaking of, yep. Uh, we'll get into the next one here. The Lions, it, here they are in our division. I picked them to get second in this division, and uh, well, I thought my Packers would be first, but by God, the Lions are. They could probably, they're going to, looks like they're going to finish. They started out one and six, have turned it around, have now uh, won seven of the last, or six of the last seven games. They're seven and seven, clinging to the playoff, trying to get into the playoffs. The Jets, uh, who started off five and two, have now fallen back to seven and seven. Uh, Jared Goff, 23 of 38, 252 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Amon St. Brown, seven receptions, 76 yards. I, the Jets offense just, I mean, Zach Wilson, 317 yards, uh, two touchdowns, and uh, Garrett Wilson, four receptions for 98 yards. What's your thoughts on either one of these teams here, Lions and the Jets? And can the Lions, or either one of these teams, making the playoffs? Yeah, I, I think they can, right? Um, the Lions are an interesting story, right? Because, you know, defensively, uh, 
and is that the question? Was it more about the Jets, Jets offense not being good, or was it about you know the Lions? They've gotten the Lions have gotten healthy on defense. I think that helps. Um, but you know when they're going for you know fourth and two or whatever, and you know you have a coaching staff that believes in you, and and they believe in that they can do it in these moments. Um, that definitely helps. And that's that kind of muscle memory, right? And the Lions are starting to win. Uh, do they have enough, uh, you know, talent on the defensive side to stop some of these other teams? We don't know, especially some of the, uh, you know, top receivers. Um, they're winning and, and you'd never apologize for for wins, um, especially when you're Lions, when you're not used to getting them. Um, they're, they're definitely kind of like a team. When I think about last year, the 49ers, right? You know, they're kind of a scary team, you know, with with that confidence that the Lions have offensively. And you have a, a veteran quarterback in Jared Goff that, you know, people don't necessarily think of, you know, all that highly, but he's been to the Super Bowl. He's been there before. And, and he's, you know, playing the best football of his career, you know, and, and he's got all these, these pieces around him. Um, they have the opportunity. The Jets, um, defensively i think they're a super bowl caliber defense offensively off yeah offensively they've been really hurt by injuries i think if they had Brees hall they would definitely be making the playoffs you know they've been plugging i worry about their quarterback situation i know mike white tried to play today got the broken ribs i've never been high on zach wilson he played well today and you know Mm -hmm. Uh, and trying to get back into the you know good graces of his teammates but i just think he lost that locker room to me Oh, absolutely. And and I was never, um, never a Zach Wilson fan. Um, he just seemed like the Sam Darnold, the same player. Right. And so yeah. uh, when you look at it, I mean, even if you have the talent, you have to have that same demeanor, especially in New York. And so, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what he can do. I think with that defense, I mean, that, that gives him that opportunity, you know? Uh, so we'll see. I do think the Lions make the playoffs though. So. Yeah, the Lions' last three games, uh, they have the Panthers next week. That should that's a winnable. Game. Really, their next three are winnable. They could win Absolutely. out here and be ten and seven. Uh, it, it, then they got your Bears. They host your Bears, and then Green Bay's got to win their games too, right? They that could be the last, maybe a chance for the Green Bay to sneak back back door in the playoffs. But I think we lose next week to Miami. And that wraps it all up. Uh, I do think we can beat the Rams tomorrow night. And we'll mm-hmm. Miami and Lions, uh, they could possibly get in here. They let me look. I'm looking up the playoffs here. So they, if they need one of these two teams are losing tonight, Washington or the Giants. So both of those fall to seven and six. That's high. So that tie could come back to haunt the lions because the giants and the commanders, one of them will have a tie and that's one less loss. So that tie could sneak one of them two teams in there over Seattle or Detroit, or maybe even green Bay. Yeah. It, it, it'll be interesting. You know? Yeah. I do think green Bay wins uh, this week. Um, and uh, I, I don't know if you wanted to get there. Are we doing the Steelers right now? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, just in a minute. Yeah, we'll talk about the Steelers, the Packers game, and just a, at the end here. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, with the, uh, with oh, the, to, oh, oh, go ahead, Andy. I would say, yeah, with the Steelers and Panthers, I mean, it's just, uh, um, 
it, it's such an interesting game with, uh, you know, the quarterback situation there. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, we'll see, but all right. Two for two for MB, MVP. Two did you say? MVP. M- hey, yeah, that's a hey, little Johnny Cruz. Uh, great commenter. I do a lot of shows with his pops, uh, big guy, big dolphins fans to us. Not he's not going to get MVP, but, uh, mm-hmm. he, he was in the Cal discussion for a little while. I just want to get your quick thoughts here. I just wanted to hit on this game. Uh, Steelers win 24, 16. Uh, I mean, somehow the Panthers, because the Bucks still stink and still w- make the playoffs. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, your old guy, 179 yards, no interceptions. More importantly, uh, not, nothing really to note of either, either one of these teams. This game was a stinker. Uh, Najee Harris, 86 yards and a touchdown. Uh I was to say, uh, J- still, still has a chance, right? Like not to lose, lose right because there's nine. He would have to win out, I guess, to get to nine and eight, and not to I, have a losing record. I say, yeah. Um, the only thing notable with you talk about Steelers is you know, Jalen Warren is is a solid back right there too. You know, with Najee Harris, and so that'll be interesting fantasy wise. You know, going next year, do you want to draft uh, Najee Harris? I mean, because obviously you want to make sure that that running back is going to be the bell cow back and um, the Steelers, you know, will have some decisions to make as far as, um, you know, Kenny Pickett. obviously he's the the guy, but um, you know, we'll see. Can, can he be, you know, the guy to lead them in playoffs? I, I don't know. Their offensive line is atrocious. Like, I mean, it, right. And the fact that they were able to get a couple of you know, touchdowns from both of them, I mean, right. You know, so that's, you know, it, when when you have uh you know running backs that are able to you know get touchdowns even though the offensive line is terrible i mean that's i mean that's what you want to see so i mean we've had that with the bears you know montgomery is is just i mean his stud even though the offensive line stinks yeah uh we get into this the almost a shocker of the day the the chiefs and the texans Texans almost uh, pull this one out, but they fumble it overtime. Chiefs recover one play later. Uh, Chiefs win 30 to 24. I told everybody that the plus 14 was too high for the Chiefs. Can't cover it all. Andy, uh, for all you betting fans out here. Are you worried about the Chiefs here going into the playoffs? Like they struggle against the Broncos last week, struggle against the Texans this week. Are you worried about the Chiefs moving forward? you know, when it's playoff time, because they, they did clinch their division uh, for the seventh straight year. Well, I'm not worried because I don't want them to win. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, uh, Packers and then chiefs. Those are the worst. No, actually. Well, pretty close. Um, well, I, live, I live in chiefs nation, so, so I, you, I get it. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, the chiefs, they struggled, they lost to the Colts. Right. So they, they've had, you know, those, uh, those, uh, you know, stinkers, right. The Texans, though they they've been interesting. Um, you know, they almost beat the the Cowboys, so they almost have some of that momentum. It's almost like the, the uh, Lions' uh, momentum from last year, right? You know, you're able to uh, hang in there with good teams, but just not win. And it'll be interesting to see who the Houston Texans add with that number one pick, right? Um, so they've they've got some opportunities. It's gonna be Bryce 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 Hall, right? It's gotta be or Bryce Young. I mean. Uh, I don't know. That's from we have a Texans Possible. guy that comes on our show, and he, he said that's what everybody is saying. Like, it's gonna be Bryce. That always scares me when everybody's saying that, right? But yeah, I, yeah. I, 
I countered off where I said, you guys say that, and everybody says that, but your history says mm-hmm. you guys are taking a defensive end, right? Like Exactly. That's what they do. <laughs> I would say, um, back to the Chiefs, you know, you never worry about a team if they've got Patrick Mahomes. And he is, uh, I mean, they said the same thing about that, about Aaron Rodgers last year. All the deficiencies, you never worry about a team when they have that type of quarterback until proven otherwise, and Patrick Mahomes can do it. You know, and, and he's just uh, probably the best quarterback in the NFL right now, um, even ahead of, jo- uh, you know, Josh, you know, Josh Allen. So uh, when you have uh, a quarterback like that, you don't worry um, until, until, you know, until you need to. So I would not be worried if I was uh, the Chiefs. Let's get into the next one. I just want to get your quick thoughts here. 1821 Falcons lose a close one here. Uh, both these teams actually technically are still in the playoff hopes to win their division again because the Bucks just still stink. But Desmond Ritter gets his first start, uh, 13 and 26, 97 yards. Tyler Algier had himself a game, 17 carries, 139 yards, and a touchdown. Um, the Saints win a, a just a nasty, ugly game between really should be two bad teams that should be already eliminated. But uh, what's your thoughts on the Falcons and Desmond Ritter and Andy Dalton continue to start here for the Saints. They went to him and never even thought about going back to Jameis, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, even Taysom Hill had that touchdown pass, right? So um, I just – there maybe just is something about Jameis's uh, uh, demeanor, you know, and you want a quarterback that's going to be even keel, that's going to – you know what you're going to get. With Jameis, it's highs, high highs and low lows, and and I think that's the biggest thing with them. You know – I, I like what Atlanta's kind of doing. Um, they've got some pieces, right? Um, it, it's smart to get Desmond Ritter going. Um, and, and to have a back like Algier, um, I have him in one dynasty league that, you know, is fantastic, but I, I don't have him in another. And and he uh, um, completely knocked me out of uh, winning this week. Um, uh, unless Aaron Rodgers goes off on Monday night, I'm not going to win because of uh, Tyler Algier. So, but if you have, uh, a solid running game. That's going to help a young quarterback. That's what you really need. Yeah. I thought the kid played decent. I mean, I thought this was the right move for Atlanta. You're still somewhat in the playoff hopes, but you shouldn't really be it's just your circumstance of your division. Uh, go out and see if this Desmond Ritter kid is the guy and he can lead your team for the next three weeks. And then you're getting a good look at him in a, a wash season. And then, you know, also going forward, Hey, is he the guy? Is he going to be able to play next year and start day one for us? Or do we need to go ahead and look at maybe bringing in somebody else, whether it's a draft or free agency? But if you think he can play well these next three weeks, why not? Because you got nothing to lose and everything to gain really more for next year. So I like I like the move uh, for the Falcons. And I like what Arthur Smith's doing down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're on a rebuild, but he's a good coach. They're building something. You know what they're wanting to do. They're going to want to run the football. Uh, they cover a lot if you're a betting person, you know. Uh, so I, I like what they're building, but they just don't have enough talent. I mean, he's re- resurrected Cordell uh, Patterson's career, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's huge you know, with the things he was able to do. Uh, he's been able to do with him. I think, you know, that says a lot about the coaching staff. And obviously, you know, Patterson's talented, but a lot of it's being in the right system. And, and, and he's in the right system with Arthur Smith for sure. Yeah, let's get into the next one. Maybe the shocker of the day here, the Cowboys uh, lose to Jacksonville 34 to 40 in overtime. Uh, This game, the Cowboys were up 21 to seven at one point and the Jacksonville Jaguars just kept 
chipping away, chipping away. Uh, even in the fourth quarter, Lawrence fumbles with less than about two minutes to go. Uh, the Cowboys couldn't capitalize. Then Lawrence leads his team down for a game-tying field goal. They win it in overtime on a pick six. Uh, Dak Prescott, 256 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Zeke, 16 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Tony Pollard, 19 for 75. CeeDee Lamb, seven receptions, 126 yards. Uh, Trevor Lawrence continues to be impressive. Looks like the reason he is the number one pick last year. 27 of 42, 318 yards, four touchdowns, uh, four touchdowns and one interceptions. Travis Etienne, 19 carries, 103 yards. Zay Jones, six receptions, 109 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, can the Jags make the playoffs here? The Titans are seem to be descending. And here are the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, finding ways to win. I mean, if you want to give um, what's his name in uh, Sirianni head coach of the year, but right now you could almost make a case for Doug Peterson uh, and what he's done with this Jacksonville Jaguar team for coach of the year too. Yeah. And, and when you look at um, what Trevor Lawrence had to deal with, with head coaching, you know, I mean, this is, it's been huge for him. Right. Um, and, and so, you know, Trevor Lawrence, I'm trying to think where I want to go with this because, you know, obviously he had a good game today. Right. And, but he, he's been, it's been so uneven. It's been up and down. He was the number one pick. Right. And he's had, you know, he's fumbled a lot. He's had this and that. And, you know, they surrounded him with receivers. And, you know, Christian Kirk was supposed to be good. And, and you know, now Zay Jones is doing good. So um, I, it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't think that uh, the Jaguars have enough, um, you know, because when you look at it, I mean, you want to have a team uh, that, that's going to be consistent and uh, high. I mean, it was a great win, right? But I just don't think they have enough. Uh, you know, when it comes down to playoff time, I just, I, you know, don't think that, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence is the, is the guy and, and, and he's, he's got to prove that. And, and, um, it'll be interesting to see kind of going into next year. I mean, when, when will, um, cause I nationally, we don't hear much about him, right. We don't hear a lot about, you know, Oh, you know, is Trevor Lawrence a boss? I've never heard anybody say that. Yeah. But, I don't, they don't, nobody's talking about him because they're the Jacksonville Jaguars and they, they're supposed to stink. But I think that he, I, I gave him a, I think everybody gave him a pass for last year, right? Like, you know, like that was urban, the, 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 the dysfunction. And then to me, I said, well, this is his real rookie year. That's why I think you're seeing some ups and downs and even flows from him. But I mean, he threw, made some plays uh, today where you're like, man, this, and he made a couple plays. Uh, was it last week or week before? I was like, that is the reason he looked like the kid that I remember at Clemson. Uh, mm -hmm. And he's, he's, it, so he, he, it's still there. And I think he's made the right progress this season. So, and, and I want to push back a little bit, you know, obviously a little bit of Homer with, with Justin Fields. I feel like it's the, you know, he does, you know, that was last year as well. I mean, it was kind of a pass with what Nagy did from the, yeah. from the start you know? Um, and so it's easy to kind of be like, especially if you're not, if you're, um, you know, a Packer fan or a Viking fan or whatever, and you just want to say, Oh, he's, he's a bust. You know, he's, he's had issues with throwing, he's had issues with that, you know? So it's so, so uh, people are so quick to go, Oh, Justin feels a bust. That same, you know, person's not going to, I mean, people don't really care. It's similar. They don't care about the Jags, but they're not going to say, Oh, Trevor Lawrence is a bust. 
you know, uh, but he, they're going to, you know, give excuses. Oh, well, you know, it was Urban Meyer. Oh, well, he, you know, it's the Jaguars. Oh, well, he doesn't have the weapons around him. He's got more weapons than Justin Fields, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. You I know, mean, you look at uh, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones is coming mm-hmm. on. They spent uh, money. ETN. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, I and, mean, and, now they're going to bring Ridley in next year. They know? are, you know, so, so that's going to be a really, you know, prove it for him. Um, but, he benefits from being on the Jaguars. You know, he just, he does. I mean, they're a team that no one's really paying attention to. No one expects anything out of. And, um, you know, when you're a franchise like the bears, people expect, especially from the quarterback position. And the Chicago's a bigger market. Let's see. I is. mean, you yep. know what I mean? They're the third biggest market in, in sports, you, you know, New York, LA, Chicago, Houston, the four biggest markets. So like the pressure is there. Chicago's the sports town. Uh, you know, it's Jacksonville. They're not, they're maybe the third best team in their state, you know? So, uh, and I, I was going to say, that alludes to all of what you're saying. I was going to say too, and the and bears have the, uh, the louder rivals as well. So yeah, say that. yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's true though. I, yeah. As the NFC, you know, North, uh, I want to p- point out Jacksonville. I think they can make the playoffs here. Mm. All they got to do is win out. Uh, the Jets next on Thursday night, that's a winnable game. Mm. That's a game they should win. That's both teams probably loser, loser goes home for the playoffs. Winner probably advances type thing. Um, how, how ironic would that be? You know, last year they were in the opposite position with uh, versus the Colts and they beat the Colts to send them home. How ironic would it be if they got sent home um, this year with, with something on the line? Yeah, and then they got the Texans, another winnable game. Mm-hmm. And then they got the Titans, the team they just beat uh, two weeks ago, 36 to 22. Mm-hmm. And the Titans are obviously descending. Uh, so, we'll, I mean, both those teams, I, th- I think the Jaguars are going to get past the Titans because the Titans now have fallen to seven and seven. Jags are right there at six and eight. So, if Jaguars win out and then they get to that last game, they're going to win the tiebreaker and get in. Yeah, it's possible. Absolutely. And it's weird to think about the, the Jags like that, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, it's possible to think about, did you see the ending of this Patriots Raiders game? Uh, what was going on here for anybody that uh, hasn't seen it? A uh, couple laterals on the last play in a tie game, 24, 24, just uh, Patriots should just go out of bounds, go into overtime. Said they two laterals. Uh, Chandler Jones picks it off stiff arms. Mac Jones runs it in for the game winner. Uh, probably ends the Patriots playoff hopes. And uh, I mean, the Raiders get a lucky win. I mean, Bill Belichick said there's uh, and I meant to talk about this earlier in the Colts that he has this quote that says more games are lost in this league than more games are won in this league. And I feel like that nails it for that Colts game and this game. Yeah. So like, you don't expect that from a Bill Belichick team to, you know, you expect them to be fundamentally sound to know what to do in crunch time and not like fold. And that's kind of, you look at that play and, and you have players that, I mean, almost like makes me think of the Reggie Bush, uh, um, in, in versus the, uh, text, uh, versus the Longhorns in the championship game. Right. You know, he's just making this play and then he overcoming and he thought he was going to make, you know, a better play. So, you you think you're you're safe, uh, and you just make this play that just is a boneheaded play, and um, you know, good for the Raiders to get that win. I think that's helpful for them. Um, but 
you know, I, I have not been on a Mac Mac Jones trade, uh, trained at all. And, and, uh, I think the, the Patriots are not as good as, uh, you know, even the record is, um, so yeah, I, I mean, they, they, they've got some holes as well, but I mean, when you give up a play like that, I mean, that's got to be tough. But that's to me, that's on the coaches. Yeah, right. I mean, they got to say, hey, where's why? Why did you just kneel it? Just kneel mm-hmm. it or hail mary it? What are you? What are we doing here? Uh, that's a, just, when a team gets overconfident, over right? I feel like you know, yeah. and and Belichick is probably the best coach of all time. But that's when you get overconfident, and, and maybe him and his coaching staff, maybe they were overconfident in in that moment. Yeah, I don't think either one of those teams would make the playoffs. The nah. Raiders still stink to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got lucky. Uh, they're not going to be able to go into um, – I don't know. I mean, they, if they want to trade Devontae back to us, we'll take it because I think both marriages uh, would be happier. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's get in two te- – we just mentioned the Titans losing. Uh, the Chargers find another way to win. There's eight and six now uh, in the playoffs – in the playoffs if the season ended today 17 14 there's a not much to talk about here ryan Tannehill, 165 yards derrick henry 21 carries 104 yards and a touchdown justin herbert 313 yards and two touchdowns what's no, your thoughts uh, two inter- two interceptions oh two interceptions sorry i read it wrong yeah two interceptions uh, austin eckler touchdown and uh mike williams had a heck of a catch in this game, but to kind of seal it, what's your thoughts on either one of these teams? I think the Titans are realizing, man, we just don't have the weapons to beat good teams anymore. Our offensive lines depleted. Uh, and the Chargers, to me, like they just, I, I always feel like their coach is just going to screw it up eventually. That's part of it, too. But, you know, I feel like, uh, and I'm going to talk about this again, like narratives, you know, and, and, you know, it's so easy to go with the easy narrative. And everybody's going with the, the narrative of Justin Herbert he is a, a stud and a star, right? And yes, he's a good quarterback. Uh, but when you have a team like this, I mean, they did win, right? But two interceptions, um, you know, how much of the focus is going to be on that, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, like no one's going to be saying, well, you know, Justin Herbert might be a bust, you know? Um, so, well, they won, right? And, and I think that's yeah, yeah. that's important. Um, so, Obviously, the the Titans are a good team, um, but the you but know they should have beat them out. To your 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 point, like you you put up the rosters, right? You put up yep. what the Chargers have healthy. Keenan Allen is healthy. Mike Williams is healthy now. Uh, yep. Austin Eckler is healthy now. Like you put up, and you can only put up seventeen points against uh, a not great t- Titans defense. We saw what the Eagles did to that team in that mm-hmm. secondary. Uh, and you can't you you got to be able to put up more points than them. I'm not. I'm a. I understand what you're saying is like. Hey, the narrative is that Herbert is a stud. I think he's a very good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you give me my chance, like guys that I really love the most out of like these super young guys, I'm a big Joe Burrow guy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yep. I, I, yep. I think I, I'm. Uh, I always tell people I have a huge man crush on him. Uh, me too. Have, me too. If I didn't have years of experience of uh, Packer fandom, I would almost sell my stock right now and buy all my stock in Bengals uh, fandom. And so just because so, I love Joe Burrow. Can I tell you real quick? So um, my son is, a you know, we live in Wisconsin. My son is a Packer fan, but he is actually more of a Bengal fan now. So uh, Christmas, uh, he asked for uh, <laughs> Jamar Chase. Uh, so I got him a Jamar Chase jersey. 
Uh, he's got two uh, Joe Burrow t-shirts coming, and he's got uh, a Bengals blanket for his birthday. You're so all he's, in. You're all he's in. All I'm trying in. to get the Bengals, huh? <laughs> and, and, and I'm good with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I like what the Bengals are doing. Uh, the Titans, you know, they are missing A.J. Brown. Had they had yeah. A.J. Brown, they win this game. You know, and yeah. Traylon Burks is hurt and out. Um, you know, Robert Woods is is just a guy. Um, so they don't have offensively, they don't have the players. So, you know, when you have that top end receiving talent to pair with Derrick Henry, we're seeing that, you know, this game then it, it's we're a different narrative. You know, the Chargers are, are gonna be the Chargers again. But yeah, you're right with the coaching wise, I think that that makes a difference as well. Um, you know, so and the Chargers, you know have the opportunity they may get in the playoffs but are they going to do anything we don't know it yet yeah the chargers i think they should get in and i quote should because i i have a saying here it's chargers gonna charger which means they're mm-hmm. gonna do something so stupid that they're gonna finish like right around 500 their next three games winnable game against the colts winnable game against the rams and the broncos the last week of the season that's three games they should win out uh and which would would make them five in a row to get in five wins straight to get in if they can win those three and that's a big if uh only mm-hmm. because it's the chargers if they were somebody else i'd be like oh they should definitely get win those three games but i just feel like they're gonna do something i don't trust their coach like he's he'll yeah. do something so stupid like go for it fourth and 15 on his own 12 or something like that uh and that's just like it, I, that's what's gonna could cost them i think especially towards the playoffs yeah agreed Let's get into it. We were just talking about my guy, Joe Burrow. They were down 17 uh, to three in nothing. this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 17 nothing, right? And then they yeah. have 17 yeah. nothing. And they are able to come all the way back. First time Tom Brady ever loses a game up 17 or more. Uh, Joe Burrow, 200 yards, four touchdowns. They absolutely turn it on in the second half. Their defense came alive in the second half. Uh, Jamar Chase, seven receptions, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, T. Higgins had a touchdown. Uh, Tom Tom Brady and the Bucks looked really good the first half, and then just absolutely stunk it up the second half. What's your thoughts? Uh, it, I, the Bucks stink to me, just absolutely stink. Uh, to, like I, I keep making this joke that Tom Brady's trying to be the first quarterback with a losing record to win the Super Bowl because I I honestly still feel like it could happen because it's Tom Brady. But are we just living in the past here, Andy? Because we just see Brady and we just think he's good, and we're we don't believe what we're seeing on the field that it's not it's over with. Yeah, and and I don't know if it's it's more on him, you know. Um, obviously, I don't look at tape and study tape, but a big part of it is the offensive line, right? You know, they had Ali Marpet that that retired, and and they've shuffled people in and out. Jason of it. They're, got hurt the first yep. training camp. Worf's our boy, another Kurt's dog is hurt. Yep. And, and so, you know, I know um, the offensive line is not, they're, they're not the sexy positions. They're not the, you know, uh, but that is huge, you know, um, just to be able to, for a quarterback to do what they do best, you have to um, have that protection. You have to uh, all of those things. And, and that makes a difference. And like, even if you're uh, ahead 70, nothing, you know, to be able to, you know, continue to sustain drives uh, to keep, you know, a player like Joe Burrow off the field is huge. And I mean, he just, he's really, you know, I, if, um, you know, I, I really think that 
the Bengals could win the Super Bowl this year, right? I did too. I did too. I think they're the best. I I really think that the Bills are really good, but I think the Bengals have an underrated defense that nobody Mm -hmm. talks about. And that offensive weapons, when you have Mixon, you have Chamar. What what's a better wide receiver tandem to you? Uh Hill or Waddle, or is it Chase and Higgins? I mean, I'm still gonna go with um Hill and Waddle, you know, as far as talent wise. Um, and and I like Tua, right? But he's not Joe Burrow. He just Joe isn't. Burrow's absolute I, I, he I, is stud. He and is absolute dog to me like that exactly he has that in yes and 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 that's what you know um you want to see and that's why i mean fields go back to fields all the time yes he's got a lot of deficiencies but you want uh your quarterback to have that dog in them that that like i'm gonna scratch i'm gonna claw i'm gonna you know do what i can do to win this game and joe burrow has done that you know since he was in college right he has that and um you know, when you have a quarterback like that, I mean, you've had Aaron Rodgers who's done that, right? Who he's going to make the throws and, and you just, you just feel like, like you can go to sleep at night, you know, knowing that Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, or at least you had before that he's yeah. a quarterback and, you know, you're riding with him. You know, the Bengals, they, they have that in Joe Burrow. And also with him losing the Super Bowl, right? He's got that chip on his shoulder, you know? And so there is something about, you know, um, you know, when a player has gotten that close, that that good and lost it. Um, I mean, we see that with, with Tom Brady, that's kind of probably what made him um, the goat as well, because he's lost some of those Super Bowls, Right. And he's, yep. yep he's had that experience. So I, you know um, I still think, yeah, it'll be interesting. I still think that the bucks um, they're not as bad as, as you're saying, Um I just think that offensive line is tough. Um, the defense is, you know, struggled and, and they can't score more than it, they barely score more than 20 points a game. Uh, they got a garbage time TD today that to, to kind of mm-hmm. at the end of the game that really helped them out. But after they scored that 17, they, I mean, it was just, they, and I, I do think Tom Brady is not I, he, father times undefeated. Andy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, uh, I watched a couple of their games and there's a couple throws where like, you're like, man, Tom Brady used to put that ball in a freaking bucket and mm-hmm. that would win the game and clinch the game. Uh, and now it's just like the throws off that it's, it's batted at the line or, you know, just certain things. And I know some of it's the offensive line, but he's also just not as accurate as he mm-hmm. once was. You know, and, and, and that's probably the, that is probably the case, but what's other than the line, what's one thing out one other thing that's missing this year. Uh, oh, Gr- BA Bruce Arians. Well, that's no, you know, and when, when you have that familiarity, you know, with um, that receiver and then like last year toward the end of the year we saw that um ab antonio brown was kind of that right yeah and he just you know um godwin is is a good receiver right you know um and you have have but he he's not gronk you know gronk when you have some of these players they kind of um cover up for deficiencies and gronk i think as a tight end was able to do that and, and to have that uh synergy with uh with brady i think was huge um, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, I agree. I mean, he's probably, he's not as good as he, he once was. Um, 
I think they have an opportunity to get in the playoffs. Yes. Um, and maybe win a game, you know, because it's Tom Brady, right? Cause he's been there before. They would play but, the Cowboys right now. I think they would play the Cowboys. I don't know if they're beating the Cowboys. I would take them over the Cowboys. Man. I just, I don't trust, uh, um, your your boy McCarthy at all so oh, I don't trust McCarthy either so exactly <laughs> yep let's get into speaking of the uh the pack let's preview this game tomorrow night before we give out our dogs and turds uh what's your thoughts here on Packers Rams tomorrow night I know you said you had some good things to say about the Packers so I just wanted to hear it <laughs> well in my uh, dynasty fantasy uh, uh playoffs I need uh Aaron Rodgers to have the game of his life um to to win uh oh, my well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I kind of gone back and forth. Like, I, you know, Watson kind of Watson definitely scares me, right? He is becoming that guy. Uh, maybe eventually he'll be better than Devonte uh, Adams, just with that talent, right? Um, and Dobbs coming back, I think, is going to be huge. I mean, the Rams—they're really a shell themselves. Um, although this whole Baker thing kind of makes things interesting. Um, you know, I, I think. Early on, Baker will make it close. I just I think the Packers are going to pull away um, because you know they've had an opportunity now to uh, you know plan for Baker, you know, and all of that. And and, and Baker's good kind of in short in the short term, but not long term. Um, so I just think um, I, I think the Packers will have enough this week, um, enough to give give you a little bit more hope before it's snatched away uh, very soon. This is this is uh, so. I- I've had a funeral for the Packers season when they played the bills. So Mm. I have been out on this team all the way. And here I am. I feel like they're like begging me to come back and believe them like an ex-girlfriend, you know, that they, you know, that they are sorry. And here I am just about to maybe open my door, but I just keep, I I think we do win the game tomorrow night. I think it's going to be close because that's just green Bay, how we play. Uh, hopefully it's big Aaron Jones, uh, game. I think, you know, the Rams, like you said, are a shell of themselves. They're just banged up. I mean, they, they don't have nobody out there. It's a game we should win. Uh, Sean McVay does this. And I don't think he's ever come to green Bay and won. Uh, so there's that. And it's just, and then we're going to, my Christmas is going to be ruined. I'm going to have hope on Christmas. Uh, cause we're going to go down to Miami and then Miami's just going to, uh, put it on us and it pack us up for our season. I, I think that's just what's going to happen. Uh, I'll have a little bit of hope up until Christmas, and then after that, uh, I think it'll be over. We'll lose. And then I think you could probably see uh, Love play the last two ga- two weeks of the season against the Vikings and the Lions, let them get some good reps. And maybe that's it for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Uh, I think it's very possible tomorrow night could be his last Monday night game. We ever see him. I don't know if that he hasn't given any like inclination, right? Either or, or either way, the Packers say they want him back. They have to have him back. Contract is what it is, but there's things that he said. There's um, especially when he played the bears, right? When he beat the bears and he's like waving goodbye to Chicago. Uh, I don't know if that was like a troll, but he said, I don't know how many more times I'm be able to come back home in here. And, and uh, so to me, like that was kind of a, that was the, kind of the first hint of, is this it? Is this the last ride that we're seeing of Aaron Rodgers here? But does he also want to end it on such a not so great season uh, in the way, in the way this has went down? You, you think 
Maybe if he does come back next year, these rookies will have another year. Uh, but the offensive line to me has been atrocious all season. I've literally said that this is the least, my least favorite Packer team to watch. They don't do anything really well. They don't run the ball well. They don't pass the ball well. We don't defend well. Uh, and there's that. The receivers, actually, Dobbs and Watson, are doing what I thought. They would struggle early and come on late, and you're seeing that with Christian Watson now that he's fully healthy because uh, he was hurt most of the season at, at times. Probably the best thing, you know, for um, the Packers and I'm, is that um, they lose on Monday night. Right. Just to wrap it up. Because then, I, I mean, and, and I don't really know. Um, obviously, no one knows what Aaron Rodgers is going to do next year. But I think you want to see um, at least a couple of full games of Jordan Love to say, okay, well, um, he, what can he do and what can he do, um, especially with these receivers, right? Um, the problem with that is in games that – that uh, don't make a difference, right? You know, um, you want to, you know, get them game action because that's that's uh, important. Uh, but also, you want it to be in games that matter, and um, and and maybe uh, they'll have that edge of like, okay, the Lions will, you know, or Vikings Lions will have everything to play for. So with the Vikings, right. tech, Vikings, yeah, are still looking for playoff. You know, yep, and, and so to be able to kind of have that edge. Um, but um, as soon as long as you have this this possibility of making the playoffs out there, um, Aaron Rodgers is playing. Yeah, and... that's what I, everybody. Everybody, that's what everybody. I always get asked. Well, is Aaron they're going to play Jordan Love now? No, Aaron's mm-hmm. going to continue to play until there is zero until they're eliminated from the playoffs. Yep. Now, and and we somehow some find a way to continue to be a percentage of chance in the playoff hunt. Which I mean, we don't look like a playoff team. We haven't looked like a playoff team all season ever once that I say uh, maybe after, you know, the first two weeks, I thought maybe we still like, you know, we'll figure it out. But about, like I said, once we played the bills game before, during that bills game, I said, it's over. Like this season is over. So, so here's a question then, like, would you prefer them to just not make the playoffs or just get in the playoffs. Cause obviously you said this is your least favorite team. I mean, it, I almost I remember uh, it, it similar to when the bears made the playoffs and just got blasted by the saints. Like I didn't want to see any more. Oh, yeah, Mitch the Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. done with that, yeah, you know, done yeah. with that and that experiment. And, uh, but they made the playoffs, you know? And, and so it's kind of like, um, it's like when you have a movie that, you know, you paid the money for, you're going to, you're going to stay through the end. Like I'm not a quitter. I'm going to stay through the end. And then it ends up being a three hour movie, three and a half hour movie. Okay. I got to stay longer. Just end. It's like, well, yeah, just hurry up and get to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you know, the ending's not going to be good either. No, no, but <laughs> you paid your money. You know, like right. I, I have to have closure on a movie. I have to know how something ends, even yeah. though it stinks. Yeah. Uh, would I? So you asked me whether I not make the playoffs or make the playoffs? Yeah, and then get blasted in the first round. I don't know because I guess if we got in, we'd probably be the last seed. We'd probably play Minnesota. Uh, so, mm. oh no, it, don't, it, don't do we, it. Could we beat Minnesota? Oh no, you're doing it. You're you're gonna keep giving your this old girlfriend. Myself, oh, exactly. She wants. I'm she answering wants her text messages. I'm answering her text messages. You're letting her slide into your DMs. Don't do it. Exactly. Don't do it. Hey, 
She's about to send me a full nude if we be. <laughs> She's bad for you. Don't do it. Ah, man. I, I don't, I don't know. That's, you know, um, but to make the playoffs, it's just, you know, at least you can say you made the play. I mean, you know, and anything can happen once you get in the dance. Uh, I don't think, I, I don't think we're beating anybody, but you know, but it, it, it's possible. I mean, you just never know. Uh, think weird things happen. Ball bounces your way, interception. Uh, you know, a year ago at this time, nobody thought the Bengals would make the Super Bowl that the run that they went on. Uh, it was coming if you paid attention to them. But, you know, they weren't being a lot really talked about. Uh, and now here they are, you know, even now. So, like, and if you look at, the, you know, the, the, I'm not saying that's what Green Bay can do. I I, I really don't. But she's not committing to you, Nick. She's not committing. Yeah. Just let go. Let go. I'm not. Let go. I'm not. Playoff ex-girlfriend is not is not committing to you. Yeah. I, I It would be great if we got in and to play Minnesota. If we beat Minnesota, that's that would be the greatest ending to the to the movie. I wouldn't give a I wouldn't give a fine fuck if if we happened yeah. that what happened the next round. Uh, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Yep. Yeah, give me the if if we got in and beat the Vikings, that's the Super Bowl right there, and the Vikings got sent home. So give me that ending over not making the playoffs. But if we lose and then we lose to the Vikings, it's just a worse uh, – that's the worst ending. So if my three options are get in, beat the Vikings, I'm happy. If it's get in, lose to the Vikings, I'd rather just not get in. So I don't want to give the Vikings the satisfaction that they beat us in the in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a three-part answer to that question. So, Eddie, uh, we always like to give out our absolute – Dogs of the week. And uh, do you need to know the definition of a dog? Because I think you already got it because we were talking about dogs earlier and Josh Allen and Justin Fields. So who is your dog of the week this week? My dog of the week. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to say Joe Burrow, you know, just to be able to do that. I mean, that's that's um, I, I wanted to, uh, you know troll you a little bit and say Justin Fields, but uh, we're going to have to say uh, Joe Burrow and, and with what he's been able to do with that team, you know, it gets him right in, in uh, position to, you know, even surpass the bills. The bills were expected to be that. And, you know, uh, Josh Allen, I mean, he's just an absolute dog, but I, I really think Joe Burrow is, I guess the not this week. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow's absolutely a dog of all dogs. A guy I'm going to give my dog to, is none other than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, again, mm. he kind of did the same similar thing that Joe Burrow did. They got down big, didn't get rattled. Uh, 27 to 42, 318 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, even when his team, even when he had the fumble inside the, the two minutes, didn't get rattled. His team made the stop for him, and he led his team down for the game tying field goal to send it in overtime, in which his team won uh, to keep the Jaguars' playoff hopes alive. In a game that, you know, the Jags ruined a parlay I had together. So, uh, you know, but uh, I'll tip my cap and give my dog to, of the week to one Trevor Lawrence. So can, on the, I was going to say, can, can I, I – uh, um, I'm going to switch my answer. All right. Kirk Cousins. Okay. You know, yeah, I mean – I mean, his stat line I, was I, absolutely <laughs> – I forgot about it, but you know, I mean, uh, it's the Packer, uh, you know, theme show here. So I got to go Kirk cousins and, and I think he's becoming the dog. 
Um, he's not quite the dog that uh, that Joe Burrow is, but this week he was able to lead his team to victory. That was, you know, improbable. So um, I'm switching. Yeah. So on the flip side of that, Andy, uh, we got our big old fat turds of the week. Uh, who is your turd and somebody who shit the bed this week? <sighs> I am going to go with someone that, um, you know, it can be a team, a person. It don't matter. Yep. It can be any one of those. Well, you know, no one's really talking about him, but he's kind of been a lineup lock in fantasy for me. Uh, Pat Fryermuth had a big fat zero for me in my fantasy football league here. Uh, zero receptions, zero yards. I'm going to give it to Pat Fryer Muth right there. All right, Pat Fryermuth. So my big old turd is you had a dog on that game. There could only be one fat turd, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. You give up 30. You were up 30 to nothing in that game. Then it's 30 to three. And I mean, whether it's Matt Ryan, Jeff Saturday, Jim Ursay, whoever you want to say it is, uh, the whole Colts organization from top to bottom. Uh, this is a team that I actually picked to win this to get to the Super Bowl. They were my mm. AFC pick to get to the Super Bowl. And you see that I gave them the Bodkins KOD. Uh, and this week I'm giving them the big old fat turd of the week. I mean, there is no way a high school team, a college team, you give them 30 points, could figure out a way to run the ball, run it out, and figure it out to sneak a win, uh, whether it's a one point or nothing. But you couldn't even do that, Colts. You let them come all the way back and then win the damn game. You guys absolutely stink. Matt Ryan probably should retire. Jeff Saturday, go back to the booth because clearly, my friend, Coaching is not for you because you got a huge lead and uh, you're over here criticizing time clock management when you were on a uh, game day and get up and all that other bull crap stuff on ESPN. Well, you should have been writing down notes for your own coaching staff because by God, you guys absolutely stink. Whew. Yeah, exactly. Andy, I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, having a good time. Where can we catch you at and uh, let us know where we can uh, find your stuff? Yeah, you get me on NFL Data on Twitter, on uh, YouTube, and uh, the Freezing 4 NC North podcast um, at uh, 8.30 p.m. CST. I'm sure no, none of your listeners have anything else to do at that time, so they can switch <laughs> over to uh, uh, um, or watch a, a, a rerun, a, a replay of mine after yours. Um but uh, yeah, uh, I appreciate coming on. Um, always uh, enjoy uh, going back and forth with a, a knowledgeable uh, Packer fan here. So, yeah, absolutely. I know there's uh, crazy people out there that there is people that have opened that girlfriend door, Packer fans, and that firmly believe we're still Super Bowl, uh, you know, hopeful. And I don't. I'm uh, and probably uh, you know on the other end. Uh, so, Andy, we're gonna have to do this again sometime. We're gonna have to get together and talk about our Iowa Hawkeyes. And uh, thank God, uh, you know, old Ding Barry is no longer the quarterback. And our Chicago Cubs making a huge, huge move, uh, getting Dansby. Uh, that'll be that's the Christmas present. So, uh, you know, Tom Ricketts and the boys, finally, Jed Hoyer, they finally get a huge signing for the first time in like two years. So uh, thank God for that. Thought we were going to miss out. Uh other than that, folks, I'll be back uh, tomorrow night with the Buffoon and Bodkins. You can catch us right here on the Bodkins Show and Let's Talk Sports 
Don't forget we're doing a giveaway on Let's Talk Sports. My guy Dan Harris is doing a giveaway. All you have to do is subscribe to my show, the Whiskey Sports Podcast, and leave a comment and subscribe to Let's Talk Sports. That was going on from Thanksgiving, and we have one week left till Christmas. A week from today is Christmas, baby. That's when the giveaway will end, and then there will be a drawing, and then you'll have a chance uh, for a $100 gift card, a jersey of your choice, and a uh, LTS shirt and mug. So be a friend, tell a friend, folks. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the share button. Andy, I appreciate it, folks. I'm going to hit that outro, and we're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll holler at you tomorrow. See you, folks.